Hello, and welcome to the New Beginnings Discipleship Ministry Podcast. Here, we share the Word of God for the people of God to understand that they are born on purpose, for a purpose, and with purpose. Our desire is for everyone to not just know what their purpose is, but to live it out fully. We believe we are designed to live out a kingdom lifestyle that aligns to the kingdom of God and the word of God. Now go ahead and grab something to write with, make room wherever you are at, and prepare your heart, mind, and soul for another amazing word from God. Here we go. You know, that is my prayer. I do not want to misrepresent God. There are times that the only God that people will see is in you. When you're on your job, when you're shopping, wherever you're at, there's sometimes people will not see God in in anything else but in you. Maybe they don't read the word. Maybe they don't believe in God. Maybe they've been hurt by church, so they don't walk into a church. But they can see the God in you. Amen? Amen. Amen. I do not want to misrepresent him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm going to get on with my sermon teaching on today and my scripture for today is acts 1 and this is going to be very familiar to us acts 1 verse 8 it says but you shall receive power when holy spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in jerusalem in all judea and samaria to the end of the earth amen Amen. And my title for today is Steadfast, Preparing My Temple for Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are called to be witnesses, that we see what God has done and we declare it, just like Vilda did today, that we are declaring what God has done, that we are witnesses of his work within us. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God is calling us to deepen our relationship with him during this time. And I know, and unfortunately, I missed the the deliverance conference because I was with my sister. I was able to show love to my sister. She had uh, surgery, and so I was able to spend a week with her. And I was a little torn because I did want to come to the deliverance conference. Amen. I know it. I did want to be here so much. But I know we all went through that fasting, right? And we went through that time of cleansing, and God wants us to continue in that time of cleansing for those idols to fall, that we are able to clear out anything that is not of God in our lives. So we are changing our narrative from, God, what can you do for me, to God, what do you need from me? What do you need me to do in your kingdom? Hallelujah. Through the times of fasting and prayer, for maybe some of you, it may be your first time fasting. Amen. Hallelujah. And we will continue to go through that fasting time. Fasting, prayer, deliverance. Having that time of self-reflection. Praying Psalms 139, 23 through 24, it says, search me, O God. I want God to search me, to know my heart, to try me. To know my anxieties and see if there's any wicked way within me and lead me in the way everlasting. Now, God knows all about me, right? But when I open up my heart to say, search me, try me, that's allowing him to come in and reveal some things. Amen? Amen. So that scripture isn't saying that God doesn't know me. He already knows me. This is me saying, search me, try me. 
Know my anxiety. Is there any wicked way within me? Reveal it to me because it is my desire to cleanse it out. Asking him to reveal anything in us that is not of him that may stop, block, or hinder us from being completely used by him. Apostle spoke a few weeks ago of the reset, restore, reboot, renew, and refresh. She had talked about the time that the, it kept getting tripped. And so they had to go and make sure that it was fully connected, that it was fully plugged in. And that's where we are at, that we want to make sure we are fully plugged into the power source, committed to get to that next level of intimacy with him. Knowing that there are different levels of intimacy, there are. And the, in, the level that we're at all depends on us. Amen? The, and think of it as the relationships in the natural. Is Jesus a casual acquaintance? Do you know of him? Maybe you heard stories about him. You went to Sunday school and you heard all those stories. So you know about him. But do you know him? Now what about, maybe he's a friend. Maybe he's somebody you hang out with on the weekends. You come to church and you hang out with him. And you thank him for what he's doing. But then the rest of the week, you don't really hang out with him. Maybe after work, you'll read the word and hang out with him for a little bit. Amen? Or is he a close friend? Someone you can tell your deepest secrets to. As soon as you hear some good news, he's the first one that you want to call. Amen? Whenever something bad come, happens, you want to call him and just ask him for help. Amen? So what level of intimacy are you at with him? Do you call on him? And the other thing that God showed me, this is a give and take relationship. It's not just all take, take, take from him, amen? He wants us to give to him. Did you know we can minister to God? We can minister to him. And we minister to him and we praise and worship and we keep our focus completely on him. Like Angie said, not worrying about the roast in the refrigerator or in the, in the stove. But we are just focused on him no matter what. And even no matter how many people are here, who's praising, who's not praising, that's up to them. That's up to their relationship between God. Amen. I want my relationship with God to be solid. Amen. 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 So we can minister to him. He wants that give and take. You know, he wants us to give, to ask him, what's on your heart today, Lord? What can I do for you today, God? Where do you need me to go? Who do you need me to minister to? Asking him what's on his heart, and that will allow us to give unto him. Amen. Now, we do not want to be solely recognized for what we do, amen? So when we're praising him, we're not praising him for the car, the food. You know, we do thank him for that. But when we praise him, we want to praise him for who he is. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He is the author and finisher of our faith, amen? He is El Elyon, the most high God. He is the creator of the heavens and the earth. Hallelujah. He is all in all. So just like we don't want to be known only for what we've done, but we want to be recognized for who we are. Amen? Same thing with God. We want to recognize him and thank him for who he is. Amen. Amen. So even, and God was showing me this too, so when we're doing the Lord's work, so sometimes we can get so busy doing the Lord's work that we forget it's about him. 
We can get so busy and then not even include him in it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Did you know that the scripture says that on that day, some will say, Lord, Lord, didn't we do all these things in your name? And the Lord responded to them, depart from me. I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. I never spent time with you. You never spent time with me. You never asked me if I wanted you to do these things in my name. They were doing them in the name of Jesus, but they were building their own kingdom. It had nothing to do about the glory of God. It had nothing to do about getting saints and getting people from hell to heaven. It all had all to do about building their own kingdom. Amen. So we have to be so careful. Now, our hearts are pure. When our hearts are pure, we want to make sure we're doing everything that he is calling us to do. Velda mentioned ambulance drivers. So that's another thing. We want to be so careful that we're staying in line in what it is that God is calling us to do. What is the will of God for our own lives? Amen. Let's look at Matthew 7 and 21. And it says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. So it's so important that we know the will of God. And that's where my sermon comes in, my teaching comes in, is that presence of Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the one that will reveal the will of God to our lives. Deep calls unto deep. It's important that we spend time with him to learn the deep things of God. He will reveal his mysteries to us when we spend time with him. And he knows that we can trust us. Things in the Bible, if you look at the things in the Bible, the things that are holy were veiled. And God wants us to search those things out. There's certain mysteries that God wants us to search out. Paul talks about one of the mysteries is God in us. Amen. That's a mystery to be searched out. God is in me. Amen. Say with me, God is in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our, the world cannot fathom that they can't understand that that is a mystery for us our faith muscle is being exercised and strengthened during this time we know that the test is always about our faith getting our faith to a place where it's unwavering unshakable asking ourselves what causes me to waver what causes me to shake what are those things that come against me that will cause me to sit down and look to the world instead of looking to God we need to have this time that we are able to build ourselves up to have that bold and resolute faith. Now, before Jesus ascended, and we, we talked about this in the spring, so we all know, you know that he gave disciples commissions to be witnesses of him unto the nations. He also told them to wait in Jerusalem, right, for the gift that the Father promised. Now, we talked about Jerusalem being the hot spot of turmoil at that time. There was a split in the Jewish community. So those that believed that Jesus was the son of God, they were, um, they were mocked. They may have been beaten, sent into prison. Sometimes they were even killed. Amen. But God, Jesus was saying, I want you to stay here. I want you to stay here in the midst of all of this. Now, that was not for the weak-hearted. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So we read in Acts 1 that Jesus was on the earth for 40 days after his resurrection, before he ascended to heaven. And that's where he is right now. We serve a, serve a living God. Amen. He is there right now. 
at the right hand of God the Father. But before he ascended to heaven on the 40th day, he commanded the disciples to wait in Jerusalem for the promise. Then 10 days later, hallelujah, they were in the upper room with one accord and the promise came. Outpouring of Holy Spirit came like a rushing wind and it filled them. Holy Spirit gave them the power to back up the authority that Jesus had given unto them. They were able to go out to the nations with word and demonstration. Amen. That they were able to, to demonstrate what it is that they were saying through the power of Holy Spirit. The word power in verse 8 is translated from the Greek word dunamis, which is strength, power, ability. The first two definitions are as follows. It's inherent power, power residing in a thing by the virtue of its nature, or which a person or a thing exerts or puts forth. And then the second one is power to perform miracles. It's an inherent power. It's in you. Say, it's in me. Hallelujah, hallelujah. To be an effective witness of Jesus, we need the power of Holy Spirit within us. When we accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, we were sealed. And I know I've talked about that before. We were sealed by Holy Spirit. And the seal signifies where we will spend eternity with God. So once we received salvation, Holy Spirit came and lived and moved on the inside of us. Ephesians 1, 13 through 14 tells us we were sealed with Holy Spirit when we, we received salvation. And I want to read that real quick. It says, in him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with Holy Spirit of promise. And then verse 14, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. Hallelujah. It's, we said we are sealed. This seal signifies that we belong to God. As I was researching and studying for this, God took me back and, you know, I've watched movies where the kings have um, a seal. They have a signet ring, right? And so they put the wax on like the scrolls and then they use a signet ring to put the seal on the scroll. So that signet ring or that seal signifies who the king was. Who does that letter belong to? And then the purpose of the seal was to make sure when it got to the person that it was going to that it hadn't been tampered with, that it hadn't been opened. Amen. So we are sealed with Holy Spirit. So the devil can see our seal and say, that one belongs to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He can see that seal within us. That seal is Holy Spirit. And that's going to guarantee that we're not tampered with, that we're not broken. Amen. We have that seal that says that no, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue risen against me in judgment, I shall condemn. I am sealed with Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's not tampered with, and it's going to ensure that we arrive back to our king unhindered. Amen? Amen. Untampered. The enemy can see the seal and know that this one belongs to God. So I want you to declare with me, God, I belong to you. Satan, you can't touch me. Hallelujah. 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 Now, the only way, so that seal is there. 
When we received Holy Spirit, that seal is there. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now, we, the only thing that can happen to break that seal is us going past that seal with our own will through sin. Amen? Amen. Amen. So I want to look at Ecclesiastes 10 and 8. It says that he that diggeth a pit shall fall into it, and whosoever breaketh the hedge, a serpent shall bite him. There's no question. The serpent is going to bite. If we break the hedge, the serpent will bite us. Amen? Amen. Now, we can reclose that seal. Hallelujah. 1 John 1 and 9 says, But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen? Amen. That allows that seal to come back up. We can have that hedge of protection again. So if we sin, we make that mistake, the first thing we need to do is confess. Amen. We need to repent. And what does repent mean? Turn away from it. Amen. We have to turn away from it. And that seal, that hedge is reestablished in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Holy Spirit seals us when we receive salvation. But there is more that Holy Spirit has to offer us. There is power that comes from him when we receive the infilling of Holy Spirit. The power to work miracles comes from Holy Spirit. The ability to walk in the supernatural comes from him. So let's look at Mark 1, 4, 7, verse 4, and then we're going to look at 7 through 8. It says, John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. And then if we go down to verse 7, it says, And he preached, saying, There comes one after me who is mightier than I, whose sandal strip I am not worthy to stoop down and loose. Indeed, I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So there is a baptism unto repentance for the remission of our sins. And then there's a baptism of Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So it's a, it, it is possible to have salvation and have no clue of the power that is residing in you. You don't even access it. You don't even know that it's there, right? So have you known or do you maybe even currently know somebody that is saved? They love the Lord. They have said the sinner's prayer. They have received baptism. So they are guaranteed of where they are going, but they have no power. They have no clue even of the power that is within them. I have given my testimony in the past that I grew up in a Lutheran church. And I am so thankful for that time. I received a solid foundation of the word. Amen. But I had no clue of who Holy Spirit was. I had no clue of what he could do or what he wanted to do through me. Amen. Amen. I am so thankful. 2008, I came to New Beginnings Discipleship Ministries. Amen. I met Apostle Moody at work. And I am so thankful because now I know not only my salvation is secure, but I know and understand the power and authority that resides in me. Amen. 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 Now, we are to go out with word and demonstration, not to just talk the talk, but walk the walk, right? Or even talk the walk. Amen. Amen. 
or walk the talk, I should say. <laughs> Amen. To do the word, not just being hearers only. Amen. But go out with demonstration to preach and teach, Father. To preach and teach the Father of um, our God. Sorry. This is what happens when I try to talk without this and then look at this at the same time. So I'm just going to step away. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's what happens. When I am able to say what God said and then I do it, I set an example, amen? And that's what I was talking about at the beginning, that sometimes the only God that people around us will see is us. And it's so important that we are an expression of God in this earth, amen? Amen. Hallelujah. 1 Thessalonians 1 and 5 says, for our gospel did not come in word only, but also in power and in Holy Spirit, and in so much assurance, as you know, the kind of men we were among you for your sake. Amen. So the only way that they knew what kind of men they were was the power that was working through them, right? Amen. Now I'd like to read an excerpt from Joyce Meyer's book called Filled with Holy Spirit. And I, I thought this was really good in, in it really describing the difference between the indwelling and the infilling of Holy Spirit. So we get the indwelling one time. When we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, Holy Spirit comes to live on the inside of us. That is the indwelling of Holy Spirit. Now, how much room we give him, that, that is up to us, amen. How much capacity we have for him to move and be expressed within us is up to us. How much we surrender to him is up to us, amen. Amen. And, but then there's also, we can have multiple infillings. We can have the infilling of Holy Spirit several times when we sing, fill me up, Lord. Amen. We want Holy Spirit to fill us up. It's not like Holy Spirit had left us and now we're asking him to come back because he's in us. We are sealed with him. But we are just asking him to fill us up. As we continue to cleanse out, go through deliverance, as we continue to change our mindset and understand the lies that the enemy has told us, when we increase our capacity for more and more of Holy Spirit, we want him to fill us up and fill us up in those places. Amen. So in this book, I just wanted to read, um, and before I do that, just real quick, um, let's see, da, 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 da. Okay, so it does an excellent job of describing God's original plan for our lives, what happened when sin entered, and the importance of our spirit taking its rightful place in our lives once again. So it reads, God had originally created man to be spiritually alive. Our spirit was to be filled with the spirit of God and to be the leader of our body and soul. When Adam and Eve disobeyed God and sinned in the Garden of Eden, they didn't die physically but spiritually, and they began to live in the soulish realm. Their spirit took a back seat to their soul. So when a person is born again, their spirit is filled with the life of God. But before we receive baptism of Holy Spirit, our soul runs our life. So that's where I was. Amen. I received salvation, but my soul still ran my life. I had no idea of the power of Holy Spirit to come into my spirit. But when we are born again, Holy Spirit is in the depths of our spirit man, arising and seeking to run our life. He can only do that when we give God permission to come in and fill us. Amen. 
So when we receive salvation, again, we were sealed with Holy Spirit. But again, there's so much more that Holy Spirit has to offer. We continue through that sanctification process, giving Holy Spirit more and more of us. We receive the indwelling once, but then we can receive multiple infillings of Holy Spirit. And it's in the infilling of Holy Spirit that we receive power. It's power that comes from Holy Spirit to to perform miracles. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I also wanted to just mention we can cap Holy Spirit in our lives. We can stop the flow of Holy Spirit in our lives when we get caught up in earthly things. When we get caught up in what we see, amen? When we get caught up in trying to get more and more of whatever it is we're trying to get more and more of. When we don't put God first, we can cap Holy Spirit where he does not allow to move in our lives. Amen. During the great um, commission in Mark 16, Jesus told them what signs would follow those that believed. Mark 16, 17 through 18 says, And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak with no tongues. They will take up serpents, and, they will, and if they drink anything deadly, it will be that by no means harm them. They will lay hands upon the sick, and they will recover. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when we receive Holy Spirit within us, we have a supernatural power to do the, these signs. They can follow us. We are able to be in communion with the Godhead in a new way. And so God was bringing me back to this too. So the Holy Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is a third person of the Trinity. He is a real person, amen? He is a whole person. Hallelujah. He knows the will of God, and he knows what God has prepared for us. So in the Lutheran Church, I was very well aware of God the Father and God the Son, very well aware of them. But I didn't know much about Holy Spirit. I know there, I knew, we believe in the Trinity, but I didn't know much about Holy Spirit and that I could have a relationship with him. Amen. So let's look at 1 Corinthians um, 2, 9 through 12. It says, but it is written, I has not seen, nor heard, nor have entered into the hearts of men the things which God has prepared for those who love him. And sometimes we stop there. Sometimes we stop there and say, oh, it's all a mystery. No eye has seen, no ear has heard. Amen? But if we continue to go on, it says, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man except for the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The power of Holy Spirit will empower you to be the best you that God has called you to be. Amen. Amen. He will anoint you to do everything that he has called you to do. If he called you to it, he has equipped you, right, to go through it and do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As followers of Jesus Christ, we belong to a nation. The nation is called the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So I just wanted to just really encourage you, and this is something that I learned and um, God was showing me, so we belong to a kingdom. We are kingdom citizens, and that has to be 24-7. It's not just when we come to church. It's not just when we go to VBS. It's not just when we go to Bible study. 
I'm a Christian. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, period, end of story. Amen. I, we, we cannot be part-time Christians because we know there's a full-time enemy out there. We have to know that we are citizens, that we are um, kings unto the most high king, Jesus Christ. We have to know our identity, and it has to be encompass us completely. That's who we are. Amen? Amen. So um, just, you know, looking at the time of self-reflection, again, just looking back the last couple weeks of getting things cleaned up. Um, I know everybody's at a different place in their walk. You know, preparing our temple for a fresh infilling of Holy Spirit to be totally filled with him. Amen. I just and the last thing, I just want to look at one principle that I found in Gen, uh, Genesis 1, 1 through 3. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Amen. So there is a principle here. The Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. Holy Spirit was there. He was moving, and then God spoke. It is, it is important for us to speak the Word of God over our lives, declaring decree what shall be in our lives. But we need Holy Spirit in us to move. It's that combination. When Holy Spirit moves and we speak, then things will change. Amen? Amen. So we need to check to make sure that we are being led by him and we're not dragging him <laughs> to places and then asking God to bless our mess. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to close there, you know, and just um, I just ask that you would allow God to, to come in in a new way, in a fresh way, knowing that Holy Spirit wants to fill you up. But he will only go into the places that you allow him. That he will only go into the places and the spaces that you reveal to him. Amen? Amen. I heard it taught that, um, you know, Holy Spirit, they said, you know, think about Holy Spirit coming to a house, but you leave him in the parlor. And you don't let him in the kitchen. You don't let him in the bedroom. He's just in the parlor. He's just in the entryway. So is Holy Spirit in that house? Yes, he is, right? He's in the parlor. He's in the entryway. But he's not allowed in other places of their, in the house, amen? So that's the thing. We have to make sure that we're allowing him into every place, that we're following him, and that not only are we following him, because I can follow somebody that's standing by the door, and I can walk in the same direction as them. But when I'm being guided by them, I am right up next to them, right? I am right up next to them, and I am moving when they move. And that's what God wants us to be, to have that intimacy with him, that we are flowing with him and going with him so close. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead and stand in closing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the altar's open. The altar's open um, for any prayer requests. If you have prayer requests online, you can put them into the, to the chat. But for those of you that are here, the, the altar's open for any prayer requests you may have. We will pray with you. 
If you feel like you've capped Holy Spirit, if you've left him in the entryway but you haven't allowed him in, we'll, we'll pray with you, touch with you, agree with you, that you are able to, to open up and allow him more places and spaces in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, dear Lord, Heavenly Father, God, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for your presence. God, I desire your presence even more than your power. God, I thank you, Father God, Lord, that when your presence comes, the power follows. So, Lord, help us, God, not to seek the power, but to seek your presence. That the power would follow. But, God, it is you that we want to see. God, help us to see um, our relationship with you. Father, that we are able to deepen our relationship with you. Not just looking at to take, take, take from you, but, Father, that we want to give to you. So, Lord, I thank you that you never leave us, you never forsake us. But, Father, that you are kind and gentle with us. The Holy Spirit will nudge us when we're heading off into the wrong direction. Father, that we would be more sensitive to Holy Spirit in our lives, that we will listen for his voice, God. I thank you for it, Father. God, we love you. God, I plead the blood of Jesus over every seed that was planted on today. Father, let it root up every lie of the enemy in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to another awesome and fulfilling word from God. We hope that you not only enjoy the word of God, but that you took something away to use, work on, or learn more about over the next days, weeks, months, and years. Please visit our social media outlets as well as our website, mbdmdsm.com, to connect with us as we desire to stay connected with you. Have a great and blessed week, and remember, you are born on purpose, for a purpose, and with purpose.